Hey, hey, everybody. It is time for another BiblioBanter podcast. Obviously with me today is Lexi, but we are also joined by Jay and Sarah of Next Chapter Books. And we are going to interview them today, asking them basically about their origin story and then see if they have any holiday-specific programming or anything like that coming up. So just to start us off, tell, tell us your origin story. How'd you get started? I know we talked about this a little bit before we actually started recording, but walk us from the beginning. Mm-hmm. How did it all start? What was the first culmination of an idea? Yeah, thanks so much for having us. We are excited to share with you. Uh, Jay and I both love to read. Uh, as a studying historian and a journalist, a local journalist, we love people's stories. We really feel that um, reading other people's stories, learning other people's experiences uh, increases our compassion for um, things we haven't gone through ourselves. And it's just a great way to um, expand our mind and hearts. And so we we also just love bookstores. So whenever we would travel or visit anywhere, we would always look up the small independent bookstore and enjoy perusing that. And so when we would talk about if there was something that we could do together, uh, dream, you know, what would it be? And it was always to own a bookstore. But mm. we didn't think that was possible. We were raising a family and it might not have been possible while raising a family, but our three girls have all grown up and left the house. And so I think like many folks during COVID, we reevaluated how we wanted to spend our time and, mm. um, with their support, we decided uh, to go for this. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about how we ended up here? Yeah, so we started visiting other bookstores, and we sat down with a couple owners of uh, another bookstore, and, and they kind of helped us, encouraged us, and you know, kind of set us on our ways. And then we came up with the uh, new and used bookstore model. Is it a place mm-hmm. that we? You know, when we first walked into another place, Morello, uh, we couldn't tell that it was a used bookstore. Wow. And so we really kind of gravitated towards both from a cost standpoint as well as an affordability and sustainability. And so we um, we, we said, okay, let's, let's slowly figure out how we're going to open a bookstore. And we were going to do a holiday market here in East English Village. Um, we knew the executive director of the East Warren Development Corporation, and we asked do you think the neighborhood would like a bookstore, you know? And he's like, yes, come on out. And we thought we would just set up a booth for four Saturdays in December, but instead we ended up in a small space at the Elger Theater. And we were open three days a week for five months. And the neighborhood really responded to us. We responded to the neighborhood. Uh, Then we eventually acquired this space that we're in now at East Warren and Kensington, spent the summer renovating it, and opened in mid-September. Oh, awesome. So you nice. in September. It's gorgeous in here, by the way. Oh, it very is. much so. Thank I love you. all the light. There's a, there's so much natural light. It's gorgeous. And I walked in, and it doesn't seem like, you know, your typical used bookstore. And, well, when I say that, like, a lot of independent used bookstores that I've been into, they're normally just, you know, crammed sure. with the used. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. In I fact, love it, that. it's a charm to yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very cozy. But I, I walked in and immediately saw the new books. But then I love that you have the used, like mm-hmm. new, newly arrived, making it still super fun and accessible. And I absolutely love that. Um, so when you sat down, I have a question with something that you said, Jay. When you sat down with other bookstore owners was that just like you just reached out to them and was like we we have this idea and but we need advice right so I would say uh, 27th letter in Detroit um, 
Aaron and Drew. Uh, Sarah had met them a few years prior and knew their story. Mm-hmm. And they have been nothing but gracious to us and encouraging mm-hmm. and cheerleaders for us in, in so many different ways. Um, you know, when we looked at the landscape of where an independent bookstore could go in the city, we were very much, we wanted to do it in Detroit. We saw that um, from Woodward East to the Ghost Points, there was no ind- full-time open independent bookstore. Mm-hmm. And so we sat down with them. They just kind of gave us some pointers. And even since then, we have random questions. They, they, they fill in You're gaps and, and, and answers. Yeah, it's been nothing but encouraging. That's so great. Yeah. Detroit's independent bookstore um, ecosystem is we're finding is really one of collaboration over competition. Oh, that's and great. It is, and um, we've we have some great conversations and brainstorming uh, with Book Suey, uh, Book Co-op, oh, yeah. and Hamtramck. Mm-hmm. The twenty seventh, we've um, you know Janet at Source. We I told her you know you're such an inspiration to us. She said, "Don't be inspired, just do the work." <laughs> you know, so um, there's just a really lovely connection between a lot of the bookstores and. For brand new bookstore owners and brand new small business owners, that kind of support is really important. Oh, um, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And that makes me happy to hear that it's not super like competition based too, because that was going to be my next question. Like, is it intimidating? But it just sounds like that the, this community needed an independent bookstore. Yeah. Well, and because we're new and used, you know, so 27th will send folks here when they, people are looking for used books yes. or they're looking to donate used books. And they're like, we don't do that, but we know that next chapter does often mm-hmm. there may be a book that I don't have on hand mm-hmm. but I could send them if somebody wants a book that day to um, you know three or four other independent bookstores in the city which is awesome yeah I, I'm very much a person who when I'm go- searching for a new book anyway I want it right then and then and there I don't want to yes. order it so that's really sweet that you point them in other directions yeah mm-hmm. um, so Tell us about your donations and like yeah. how that process works because I've been telling some patrons at the library myself that you guys take donations. I warn them not to take books or like boxes of books um, just because I have no idea what your inventory looks like or what, but I don't want to overwhelm <laughs> you guys because our patrons, we have yeah. a lot of readers. We have a lot of, yeah, we have a very much large lot of readers and uh, yeah. during our friends' uh, donations, it's very much like flatbed trucks with yes. crates. Yes, and we didn't want to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tell them not to overwhelm, but. So um, as you can see, we our, our used inventory are all the books with orange stickers on the spine, and we do um, like it to look curated. So um, mm-hmm. we want them to be extremely gently used where you yeah. might not be able to tell too much of a difference between a new and used book. We also try to keep our inventory rather contemporary. So mm-hmm. it's generally books published in the last 25 to 30 years, unless they're, you know, a great classic. Sure. Or, so, oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, a, a thought book from, the, you know, that is still really important and part of mm-hmm. cultural conversation. So, agree. yeah, that's kind of, but we definitely take donations. Um, and we also have a used trade-in program where people can bring their used books. Um, and if they fit our collection, they can earn a little bit of store credit towards other used book purchases. Oh, that's cool. Excellent. I love so it. A lot of our customers are avid readers and wanting to turn over yeah. what's in their house and so that's a great way to do that which is perfect it's kind of it's kind of like a library system in that way yeah yeah so they can get store credit and that credit can be used as Sarah mentioned just for other used books mm-hmm. and for 50% of that purchase 
Wow. So, oh, okay. nice. so, so we make, yeah, we, we do it. We, we, we felt that we needed a little bit of a cash transaction, sure. you know, um, well, especially but, since you've just been open since September. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it does. So somebody that likes to, you know, because people take risks on used books, mm -hmm. right? They're, right? They're much more affordable. They're, and so this allows those that come in regularly to, you know, they can spend a little bit less and if they want to, you know, send books back in, then, you know, they can do it pretty affordably. That's awesome. And I will say, I didn't, I didn't realize, like, the used books had the little orange stickers on them. They all look new. Like, mm -hmm. they look so gently used. Yeah, and so we, we hope that it will look like a, a curated selection and not, you know, you're not going to find any owner manuals to cars <laughs> in, in our used book selection. Right. Things yeah. like that. But, and then at the same time, we find a lot of um, interest in, in new books as well. Oh, so yeah. we're, um, those are something that and we're growing all of our <laughs> we're growing all of our subjects so we're very open to hearing from our customers what what they would like to see in the store what they would um, like to see areas they'd like to see us grow and um, that's something that we're working on see what else they want to read yeah um our colleague tom told us about you um and i was so pumped because I'm from the west side of Michigan, um, and my favorite bookstore was a new and used bookstore in Grand Haven, and he did the exact same thing with commissions, like you, or like in-store credit, mm -hmm. like you like you give him a box of books, he'll give you in-store credit, um, and I couldn't find anything like that over here, and I'm not, I'm still not used to the east side of it, I've been here almost a year, but I'm still not used to like where everything is, um, so I'm sure there's plenty of other bookstores that do this but like nearby in our community there's just there wasn't anything like that so as soon as Tom Fenton was like oh no you can give your used books and get in and I was like I cannot wait <laughs> Tom has been mm -hmm. a great support oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah I was like yeah. I'm gonna be a loyal customer so I'm very excited about that and I hope it's working well for you guys I hope it's not something that's you know more of a deficit <laughs> I hope it's no, a good thing it, no it's been great because we spent so much of our time um out, you know, all of the books that we started with were handpicked, you know, between Jay and I at different types of sales and our own collection. And so we don't have the same capacity for going out into the world and, and making all of those sales and opportunities. So sure. having the trading program both works for our customers and works for us. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah just again, like you, you books look like new and everything. Though I do admit I have a soft spot for when I find, when I'm like at a, a, some used bookstores, I sometimes I'm like, this book has several lines down the spine, right. and I'm like, okay, this one was read a lot. Yeah. yeah, and I will say I love finding the inscriptions in books. Oh, that doesn't bother me at all. Oh in fact, God, yeah. I often take photos. Mm -hmm. so maybe yeah. someday I'll make a book of the different really cool things that people have told each other in the front of and books. Annotated. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I know. I really love that. So that doesn't bother me to, at all. It, it's more just, um, yeah. But it I'm is like that customers for a, like if they're coming into a new and used bookstore, I would think they'd want something that's more new or gently used. Mm -hmm. So I definitely. Yeah. Would. And then we have a great dollar cart where there are books that maybe loved a little too much to oh. get on the shelf or, you know, we just don't have the right uh, 
category for them. Dollar carts are where gems are found. I'm just yes. gonna say that. Like, yeah. So true. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, because sometimes there may be even one on there that's even on our shelves, but like Sarah mentioned, it's just a little bit more warm, but it's still a really re relevant book or you know, people we know that would still love it. But um, you know, we, we try and give it a home there that so it can find a home in somebody's house before, you know, we move it on to uh, whether it be the Goodwill or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't throw them out by any means, but... That was the yeah, yeah. next question. Yeah, no, Goodwill is, is generally where we'll go. Goodwill is um, so good about that. Yeah. They and just take any books, yeah. which is mm -hmm. so nice. Yeah. I, f I found a few gems over there, including... And uh, an, an old colleague of mine sat through this and, oh, as you might have learned from uh, a previous podcast with Fumi and Lexi, as much as I love good stuff, I also love trash. Yeah. <laughs> and I found... The novelization of Assassin's Creed. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> so bad it's good. That's what we love to see. Yeah. And because we're not a rare and antiquated bookstore, like mm -hmm. I had someone bring in books like that the other day mm -hmm. and I, I directed them to Shaw's books, Which, you know, because he's, he's got a great collection and oh, yeah. we'll know a lot more about the worth of a book than oh, for sure. mm -hmm. in that way. And we're interviewing him. I think he's the, not next, but next after the next. Yeah, I okay. absolutely love Shaw's because yeah. I used to work for Rare Books, um, so I have a special place for them in my heart. Um, so I really have a lot of admiration for what he does. Uh, and you walk into his store, and it's very much like the well-used old. Yes. Right. It's, a, it's a store you can get lost in, which is a great. Yeah. Feeling. The more windy and hard, like the sometimes ways that the more windy and hard a, a purely used bookstore is, the more it's like. Okay, there's going to be treasure here. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm gonna, and I'm going to find it <laughs> for sure. So, as, and then just to clarify for listeners, you. You don't. I mean, you have categories that you go by, but you're not just adult books. You're not just used books, right? So, you're adult children. Is there any other specific genre that you like curate, or is it just kind of like. So, we're general interest. Kind of. And, and contemporary. Uh, and, Yes, and, and children's, middle grade, young adult, adult, we have a focus on uplifting local authors. So you'll see the first three shelves when you walk in are all Detroit and Michigan authors and poets. And That's so cool. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, but we have, you know, a lot of cookbooks, especially that's a great one around the holiday. I tell people when they say, I don't know what they've read, or to get a book they can use. You so know? true. And so a cookbook really falls into that category photography book, mm -hmm. art book. Um, we have, you know, history and social sciences, and poetry, uh, plays, essays, short stories. So awesome. wide range. Awesome. Yeah. And, all the and things. Yeah. All the things, but also lots of room to grow on, with recommendations in all of those areas. It's great. Fun, fun little library fact. I don't know if it's still the case, but back when I was first starting in libraries, the most commonly checked out books were cookbooks, followed by, anybody want to take a guess? I'm curious. I don't know. <laughs> Diet books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. That, yep. make sense. that makes sense even with myself. I think of like, oh, I'm going to do this thing, and I'm going to, you know, eat this way, and then, oh, it's time to return it. I never read it. Yeah. Yeah. That is so, so funny. I don't know why I didn't guess that. Um, so, and then, and for holiday specifics, do you guys have any, like, holiday events, any holiday, any holiday things you want to promote, programs, things like that? 
Yeah, so I would say on a weekly basis, really? we have you, uh, Saturday morning story time here every awesome. Saturday at 10 oh, a.m. Awesome. And it's yeah. just about a half an hour. Um, anybody is welcome. We love story time. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then um, we on thir every Thursday till the end of the year, we have our coffee partner, Eastside Roasters, is with us. They are building out the space in the back of our building to have their own coffee shop, which we'll, we'll be connected to and will be a, a great is already a great relationship. That's fantastic. They're with us every Thursday from four to seven, and they're with us on Saturdays. Awesome. Um, on Thursdays, we have Tacos Hernandez, a food truck in the Morningside neighborhood, is parked here from four to seven. So you can get tacos, you can bring them into the bookstore oh, and eat, lovely. you can get drinks with these side roasters, you can bring a game in, whatever. It's oh, a great, great vibe. Awesome. Yeah. And then you will um, catch me here. <laughs> <laughs> for some upcoming events, we're very excited. Uh, well, first, we have our monthly book club meets every the first Wednesday of every month at 6 30. Nice. Right now, we're reading James Baldwin's Go Tell It on the Mountain. Oh, we'll, so good. Yeah, so we'll be good. meeting December 6th. Um, and then our following two books are small things like these by claire keegan and a gentleman in moscow so that's kind of our fiction run for the, the holiday the season holidays. nice yeah and then uh we have some exciting events coming up on december 7th we have a conversation with lisa ludwinski from sister pie so the sister Ooh. pie cookbook <laughs> is celebrating five years and we're having lisa into the space to celebrate it talk about what was her you know her process her favorite recipes but also what's next for sister pie they're looking at an expansion in west Ooh. village and so oh, nice we're sister looking forward to hearing from her for, for those that don't know sister pie is an amazing place which is about pie i think we hadn't gotten that but uh, <laughs> oh man if you ever get the chance to go over there go get some pie from them they are fantastic <laughs> i've had multiple co-workers tell me about sister pie I still have i haven't made my way there yet but it is on my list it's amazing every saturday there's a line outside this is in west village 10 minutes away and her thanksgiving orders are just bonkers mm, yes today's a big day she already posted a picture lying around the corner. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so yeah, we will have sense. Sister Pie cookies uh, on that night Ooh, for folks yummy. to taste. And if they already have the cookbook, they're welcome to. Even if it's covered in flour, they can dust it off and bring it in for Lisa to sign. Otherwise, we'll have cookbooks available here for purchase. Um, and did you want to share about? Okay. We also have a great evening of poetry planned um, for December 9th. That's a Saturday at 7. We have three great Detroit and Michigan poets um, who will be sharing their work. And we will also have the same coffee partner tacos. And so we're excited for that evening. Uh, you can find all of these events on our social media. On Instagram, we're Next Chapter Books Detroit. And on Facebook, we're Next Chapter Books. Perfect. And, uh, as well as our website, which is nextchapterbkstore.com. Perfect. And awesome. we'll, we'll link that in our yeah, website, too, so put that in the access. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to follow you guys on Instagram. I'm excited. That's a lot of events, too. Yeah. yeah. A lot of events coming up. That's great. Yeah. And one last one next Wednesday, uh, the 29th, for Wayne State alumni in the area. We're having a mixer here. We're going to have a reading from a Wayne State professor in the English department Ooh. who has a book, Donovan Hone, on, on water. And, um, yeah, it should just be a great 
festive time. Yeah, it's not just for Wayne State alumni, but yes. they're the ones that organized Sorry. it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So it is open. Yes, it's public. open to the public. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so for your book club, do people have to pay to join the book club? No, we've just been um, promoting it as, you know, grab a copy of the book, come and have a discussion with it. Um, we started it, what, March was our first one? Yeah. Last March, mm -hmm. even when we were back at the Elger, and we've maintained a meeting monthly even through the renovation of the space. Oh. Um, there was, what, I think, two months where we were just sitting in a circle, and, you know, <laughs> there was some paint on some of the walls, and, um, you know, so... Um, but we just, yeah, just come and just, we discuss the book and whomever, everyone's welcome. We've probably had a steady eight to 10. I think we've had as many as 16. Oh, great. So yeah, we've That's had a, a pretty good, uh, pretty, pretty good group. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's one area we'd like to expand in. Um, if there was others that want to host book clubs, um, you know, Sarah and I, mostly Sarah chooses the book. Um, but, you know, we'd like to maybe have other people, mm -hmm. kind of their input. Yeah. Um, I think there's been a draw towards uh, sci-fi and fantasy. You know, we've done um, one sci-fi, I call it sci-fi light. Um, but, you know, we know there's other genres that, you know, other groups might be interested in. So. Yeah, no, and one thing about the like the Detroit community is Detroit reads. Yeah. There are so many readers. Yeah. yeah. And I've worked in public and academic libraries all on the west side of Michigan. And this is not me hating on the west side. There's just less people too. Yeah. But there are not nearly as at least it doesn't feel like there's that many readers. Right. Honestly. And when I came right. here, I was so pleasantly surprised. Like people can't get enough of book clubs. Yeah. They can't get enough of their books. I right. am so so pleasantly surprised. It's also probably because we're. Uh, um, there's a lot more people over on this side too. So I, I, it's not me hating on the west side. I, I, I wind up, uh, I, I wind up uh, saying, seeing the same thing. I used to work in Grand Rapids as well, and oh, it was mm -hmm. um, definitely. A, yeah, I've been all over Michigan, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they. Um, I, I definitely will say the, the the east side definitely has a large, like a larger. Um, push in the community for, for, for reading. Mm -hmm. not, again, not to say anything is Grand Rapids, beautiful library. They had a wonderful community. Mm -hmm. um, and I, a shout out if you're still over there. To, to, if you somehow listen to this, Silas, uh, I'm still watching I'm still watching all those sci-fi things you recommended. <laughs> so do you, I only have uh, like a couple, what, really one more question. Um, that's a serious question. Do you, um, does your business have a holiday tradition? Or are you going to try and start a holiday tradition? Well, we should actually um, back up and also talk about when you ask about holiday programming. Um, starting this Saturday, which is Small Business Saturday, and then for the Ooh. following three, <laughs> for the following three, um, we'll be hosting or be a part of East Warren Development Corporation's Holiday Market. Great. So in, oh, great. So in addition to Next Chapter Books and Eastside Roasters being in here, for those mm -hmm. Um, four Saturdays, we'll be hosting um, three other organizations or companies. Been There, Baked That, which is a uh, new um, bakery that uh, is starting up here in the, uh, in the community. Uh, Norma, who's a potter, will have some of her work. And Arts and Scraps will also. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, so for, I think, what, four hours on those Saturdays, five hours, um, they will be here in, in, our, in our space. You know, they'll each have a table and booth. Um, but all along the East Warren Corridor. Other um, businesses, Morningside Cafe down the street, um, Flames, and 
Is there one Terry's more? Cakes and Terry's Bakes. Terry's Cakes and Bakes and sh uh, Shroomed over on Harper. Be Shroomed over on Harper. All, all will be hosting other small businesses within their facilities. So that's starting this Saturday and then the following three. And it's the holiday market. Um, they can look up East Warren Development Corporation and awesome. they'll find out all that yeah. information. Yeah, so as far as, yeah, I mean, holiday traditions, um, I think I was mentioning earlier, you know, our first opening was on Black Friday. That's kind of in some ways our anniversary uh -huh. to one extent in terms of a company not necessarily in this location but uh so i think we got through, through today to think about some of the things that we want to do for this upcoming season yeah but the saturdays are going to be really festive where yeah, this sure. is east warren development corporation's idea mm -hmm. and to create a shopping experience here it's on so east fun. warren yeah. and, and harper um, to have these hubs of mm -hmm. all of us together, which is really a great vibe for Small Business Saturday, yeah. especially mm -hmm. to start that off. And it'd be yeah. a great tradition. Yeah. All reasons to celebrate. That's fantastic. Definitely. And um, some things I just wanted to add before when we're talking about holiday mm -hmm. shopping, we were talking about there's so many readers in Detroit. We, our slogan on our sweatshirt and our tote bag and t shirt is Detroit is for readers. Oh. And we, uh, because, yeah, we believe this. Yeah. There's so many great mm -hmm. readers here. So you can um, get apparel at our shop. We also have a selection of locally made uh, cards from Detroit artists, from nice. small Michigan companies. We have um, soaps that are handmade that are locally. Mm -hmm. We have jewelry from Beast leather made jewelry from Bespoke by Feldman, who lives here in the neighborhood. We have water bottles and wine glasses and great whiskey tumblers. So there's just a lot of different uh, types of retail that you can, journals, beautiful journals, bookmarks. So things that you can add along with a book Perfect. to really That's round awesome. out your Christmas shopping. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely, sounds like the place to come for gifting season. Yes. yes. Come get your gifts here. And I'm totally, when I come in, I'm going to try and come in um, <laughs> this weekend. I'm going <laughs> to totally pick one of those up because that's so cute. Yeah, also coffee uh, coffee mugs, uh, Detroit-based uh, in the local neighborhoods, as well as fun socks. Uh, there's oh, Readers yeah. love socks, Det too. They yeah. love socks, right? <laughs> love and those are kind of socks. fun. The socks and the stickers yeah. are fun to pick out because there's so many great. They can know? be crazy. Yeah. And, Which is so uh, funny. Does anybody here have any specific fa uh, favorite socks they use? <laughs> I have um, a pair of, sh I love Shakespeare. I know that's so boring, but I love <laughs> Shakespeare. And my mom bought me these um, knee-high Shakespeare socks. And they're just, it's like a cartoon version of him. And I, lo I love, I wear I wear those like every Halloween and Christmas. That's great. I love the, the pair from what we've gotten into the store, the Snowy Day socks. Mm. Oh, Ezra Jack Yeats, it's, yeah, yeah. classic. Cute. I've got a uh, pair of Daffy Duck socks I wear every time on my birthday because Daffy Duck and I share a birthday. Oh, okay. Perfect. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for anybody who wants to go find that trivia, I'll let you figure that yeah. one out. You can hunt for it. Yeah. And my last closing question is, do you guys have a favorite holiday book or movie? Just a fun question. Oh, holiday Christmas movie? Just yeah. Yeah, Die or just Hard. winter. Yeah. Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> 
I've seen those advent calendars where it's it's just Hans yeah, it's falling, just falling yeah. and everything, and each sure. day gets a little lower and lower. It's not Christmas until he hits the ground. I would say that in a Christmas story. Those so are, classics. Those are, yeah, those are... Yeah. Both are classics, yeah. so... I, I really love that. to read Little Women in the winter. Um, they're, you know, we do go through Christmas in that, in that story, and so that's a great one. Yeah, that's um, a good one. That's a good classic. I yeah. love um, Wuthering Heights. It's not really, like, Christmassy, but it just is very much a winter book to me. Mm. And I tend to read classics in the wintertime, but I always come back to Wuthering Heights. My, my, my family and I, our, our traditions are... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and so, so Elf. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> everybody loves Elf. Solid, mm-hmm. solid choice. Yeah, all good, all good holiday or winter choices. Well, I don't. Do you have any other questions? Ed? I do not. I think everything's been absolutely covered here. That's Perfect. this place is fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I can't try wait to, uh, to spend money here. <laughs> gonna try wait. to convince uh, the family when the ne- when the nephews come visit to come on over here and everything. Let them. Come out, I'll treat them picking out some books. Yeah, and I love that you guys do story time and have your book clubs and stuff. That's awesome yeah. that you guys have so many events. Because I know some bookstores, I think in Gross Point, are struggling, like trying to do events and stuff. Um, so I think it's great that you guys have so many. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of community here that has been uh, waiting for, you know, another another third space to come together. And so that's big for us. And I I think other people are are excited about it, too. Our store hours, Mm -hmm. um, just for folks to know, we're closed on Sunday, Monday. Okay. And we're open Tuesday through Saturday, uh, 11 to 5, except for Thursdays, we stay open until 7. And Saturdays, we open by 10. Awesome. All right. Awesome, so you open a little early on Saturday. Yeah, Jay and I just moved into the neighborhood this past yeah. week, so we may be uh, increasing to another. Yes, yeah. it's a crazy time, yeah. a wonderful, crazy time. Yeah. We may be uh, increasing another evening as we get settled. Awesome. Yeah, that makes sense, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> get settled first. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that's all the questions we have for you guys. Thank you for sharing your time with us and um, your beautiful space before you open for the day. Thank um, you for coming. Of yeah, course. Thank you. Yeah, we can't wait to... I can't wait. To <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's going to be great. Like, just, this place is awesome looking. I love it. I can't wait to spend money. <laughs> I can't wait to spend money here. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the dream. <laughs> Tis the season of gifting to yourself. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to buy for myself. There you go. Well, I'm doing it, I'm doing it for, the, for some stuff for the fam because I always have the, fo- the following four things. Something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. I like that. Oh, that's <laughs> Can I use that? Absolutely. (laughs) Make that a slogan or something. That's great. And he looks like you got the wear and read here. (laughs) And you can get the want. Yes, Yes. and need. Yeah. 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 There's things there's things I need that are here for sure. (laughs) I need the sweaters. Well, thanks again. Yes, thank Thank you you. very much for you. Enjoy your day. Thank Thank you. you as well. Thank you.